in Santa Fe, like amongst a lot of drunk margaritas? <laughs> that couldn't have been me. That wasn't it's, me. It sounds like a theme here, doesn't it? Okay, um, what are we drinking? Um, yes, what are we? Oh, Carrie. I've got a cheerful Pinot Grigio oh, in my lovely. outdoor wine glass because I'm outdoors. My husband doesn't let me out with glass in the backyard. <laughs> cheers. Carrie, cheers, what do you have? Okay. Cheers. Cheers. We went with Ina Garten's lethal cosmopolitan recipe today. I wish you we're, could like zoom that to me. That looks delicious. Hey, we're drinking. We're drinking today, ladies. It, today is a day that one needs to drink. You know what I mean? And As I went with to any other day. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute raspberry Ooh, with raspberry. cranberry juice. Honey, that is fancy. I know. Oh my God. Yeah. Thank well, today, no, today was like, hmm. Why? What's happening? No. Overwhelming poopiness. Right, Carrie? Overwhelming poopiness. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. It was a weird day. How about you? Like, Susan, can I call you Susie? I'm sorry. I just can't call you Susan. Please call me whatever. Just don't <laughs> call me late for dinner. No, okay. Um, yes, Susie is great, of course, because that's who I am. Ding dong. Okay. Okay. Well, um, you know, I, you know, still. Ah. No, I know, I know. Um, how am I? Is that was that the question? Yes. How are you? Besides, I hate that you're in a short sleeve tank top. In Bye. front of a pool. I am so jealous right now. I just wanted to go jump in there. It's 81 that. beautiful degrees here in Burbank, America. Burbank, America. That's where you are. I'm going on a bike ride here in a little while. And <gasps> oh, I'm jealous. It's my only Santa to you guys. Um, yeah, by the way, yeah. I have a song to sing for you. Ready? I curled my hair for you. I put on <laughs> oh. makeup and did my hair for you. This is how much I love you. Oh my God. Okay, I, I obviously did not do my hair because I ran out of time. So yeah, I, it, that's well, what it does. All I can say is that dry shampoo and Clairol root touch up are my two best friends. Well, that might be why I kind of went curly yes. today. <laughs> it is, the rootier it is. Yeah, I know. It's true. So it's, it's the ombre look. So, so how are you doing with all this? this crap that's going on in the world i'm practicing retirement on a personal level it was really really hard for about the first two weeks i couldn't you know i couldn't sing i couldn't yeah. i, I couldn't sick. get my core engaged and i just felt like i had no no life chakra you know i just okay. felt like i couldn't breathe deep enough to make sound come out yeah, yeah. And at certain yeah. times in my life, I've been grief stricken enough that when I started to sing, even to vocalize, I would just start crying. I, I, I was afraid that would happen. And it happened sometimes when I would start to speak. Okay. Anyhow, I just, um, the only way that I got any music back in my soul, I started, sat down and started playing the piano a little bit. I was uh, just playing my Debussy comfort songs, you know, comfort preludes and a little Mozart and yeah. just gentle stuff. Nothing right. too hard, because <laughs> mommy, mommy don't have chops anymore. <laughs> well, my idea there was no box. There was no box. <laughs> I flunked piano in, in college when I was at USC. I, Carrie doesn't know this. I flunked piano because Sandra. I I played. I did the chopsticks version, and the piano teacher kept on like, "Come on!" When I was at USC, they kept on saying, "Come on, Sandra, you could do this." I'm like, 
No, I can't. No, really. I can't. Tell me you don't type like this. No. You okay, you touch type? It's your own version. It's your own version. It get, I, I get by, you know, but piano playing is like, oh, Duncan just, because Duncan was, um, Carrie knows this too, Duncan was a piano major too in college. And I he's didn't just like, know that. Yeah, Duncan is multi-talented. So you're, so you're singing now again? No. I've done a couple of things, you know, because everybody always, call, you know, people are calling and saying, do this song for us and send us this thing and do a little PSA and, you know, all that kind of thing. And, yeah. and I have to put on makeup and do my hair for those two. I, you know, I did, I did a thing for the Met. I did a thing for Orchestra of St. Luke's because we, I'm on the board of Orchestra of St. Luke's and our annual spring gala was like April 24th or something like that. So we had a virtual gala Aww. and they asked me to like, you know, do my little sing and play La Vie en Rose routine. Well, and so I did, and it was fun. I put on a sequin jacket. What'd you have underneath, though, under that sequin jacket? <laughs> kidding, kidding. Uh, I actually had on a black t-shirt, which you couldn't see because I had a sequin scarf over it. Oh, okay. And sweatpants, and I'm sure my house shoes. But, you know. Well. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I actually put on actual shoes because I'm actually... <laughs> anyway, my... my yeah. uh, my sanity, the thing that saves me is my bike. I go on these Sounds long like bike rides. Hey, look at that. Is yeah. that a real bike or a Peloton? It's a Peloton because I'm in a condo and it's really not safe to be outside where I am downtown. So, um, but we did take a car ride and there were bikers. And I said, That's, this is what we need. This is our safety. We can be on a bike and be moving fast. Oh, yes. So I actually want a real bike. We were just talking about that, about buying. You know what I got last summer? Because Burbank is, it's sort of hilly around here, right. you know? I got an e-bike. I got a Trek e-bike. It's got pedal assist. So yeah. you just push that button and it goes, vroom, 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 and you're going. So and in your Griffith Park, when oh, you're Griffith Park, uh, you're going up the hill, Park you're like. Every day. I ride in Griffith Park every day. I love it. Riding um, a bike makes 20 miles. It makes my heart happy riding a bike. I love it. You know, it's so, I mean, there have been days when I'm just like, I cannot lift my head off of the pillow. Yeah. So depressed and so just like defeated and fearful and grieving yeah. and all those things. And Peggy, my friend Peggy Hickey, you know Peggy Hickey? Peggy! Peggy, Peggy yes. She lives, uh, you know, nearby. And, and I talked her into getting one of those bikes too. So we were two middle-aged women on e-bikes just like we're unstoppable and and we'll go on a bike ride and it just it, the endorphins and the air pa passing through sometimes she always wears a mask i sometimes do okay being outside and the wind blowing through me and i don't we we, we yeah. bike at social distance you know okay. we don't get Thank girl. but some people you know i'm i sometimes i'll wear a mask when i'm biking but not always anyhow it's my saving sanity yeah. moment of the day. Well, too, what are y'all doing have... for fun? What are you doing for fun, Sandra? Fun. Define fun. Um, well, we're doing Not this. sobbing. Well, <laughs> there we go. We're, well, love that. When the sun is out, I find that I feel better. I, yes. I have a gym downstairs too. So I have um, a pre-core AMT machine, which is kind of like elliptical and step and running all together. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And a vibration plate. I have that. Because it's been so freaking cold here. Yeah, I'm not, I'm like, uh, I'm not I have looking, to go back to what's, what's a vibration plate? 
You have to go on Instagram and look at it. You don't do social media, do you? Uh, in my special tights from Carrie, too. I do the I do Facebook. I try not to. I don't know. No, I don't. No, no. my husband does not. I, I, don't, I don't have the energy. Um, you, have, you guys have so much energy. Well, no. I'm, no, I mean Carrie, tell we we didn't really do social media until a couple months ago. Really? Yeah, yeah no. I really don't like it. I I just I'm. I mean, we are extroverted in what we do for a living, but there's a part of my life that it's, it's, it, it is extremely introverted. And so to be on social media, I just felt like it was too much. And to actually do this, I say my, my introvert, uh, she has a fainting spells and heart attacks when we do these kinds of things because it's not normally like me. But I just felt like, you know, what you even said about how you sometimes don't feel like getting out of bed, I thought that that message needed to be out there so that people in our field or anyone didn't feel alone, that they, we, it, feeling like this is a normal thing and we have the emotional range going everywhere all day. And so yeah. what are we doing to deal with those emotions? How are we dealing with depression? How are we dealing with whatever you want to call it? And um, so I'm really grateful that you said what you said, because I think that's actually going to comfort someone else who watches this and that's why we did this that's why we well you know it's interesting because people who people who see us in our professional lives right think that we're like that all the time yeah they think that they know us because that's how we are on stage mm -hmm. right. right and and for them to know i mean every here's an example every saturday night i have a little zoom happy hour with like Tony Stevenson and Mark Showalter and their wives, oh, Melanie oh, and nice. Tina Arswaga and her husband, Michael Bruno from Hawaii. And then um, um, Yvonne Redmond and her yes. husband, Paul. I mean, we oh. all, and we're, we're friends who have known each other for 20 years and, you know, we've all been through everything together. And, mm. and the, you know, there are people who have known me since I started singing at the Met, but they know me as, you know, stupid, crazy Susie. Susie. Yeah, who, you know, would just as happily show up in sweats any time of the day as, oh, also happily glam up and, you know, being, you know. And you do it well. Or, you clean up okay. Well, it's from, you know, when I make the effort. But, you know, it's, so it's nice. It's the, this format that you guys have is nice that it's, you know, I, I shouldn't have even put on makeup. I should have come on natural, but. Well, uh, but, but it, it is good so that people can, you know, we can lift the curtain a little bit. That's one of the things that, you know, is kind of fun about seeing people sing from their homes and stuff like that. Cause it's, it feels really intimate in a way. It feels yeah. kind of more real because ain't nowhere to hide. You can't. And take the stigma away from opera because I think so many people think it's just, just we're, we're stuffy and fuddy duddies, but you know what I mean? We put our pants on the same way everyone else does. And usually mine are when on backwards. When we put pants on. I was just gonna say, mine are on backwards these days. So I mean, yeah. But you know, <laughs> people just think opera is this, this hoity-toity thing and it's, and it's not. We, we are normal down to earth. Well, I think our generation has done a lot to sort of dispel that, you know. Um, yeah. The people who are so active on social media, you know, like Gerke and and Joyce, Joyce and all the Did people you know who really make a lot of effort to sort of realify us, you know. Yeah. The thing that I can't that I I'm I, I can't I can't decide how to wrap my brain around is is how 
so many people have like, you know, Ryan McKinney is a genius yeah. in, in the content that he's putting out there, yeah. the at home content and what right. he does and how he produces it. And he's like making films. Yeah. He is. And getting, you know, 20 people together. It's, it's amazing to me. And I do not have that energy, knowledge, technical expertise, or imagination right now. To or do. desire. I mean, you have to really want to do it too. I know. And, uh, I tried to do, I tried to do one little acapella duet with somebody and, and I just, I, I never was happy with, cause I was doing the piano track and then I was going to sing my part and then he was going to sing his part. And, and I just couldn't, I was never happy enough with it. The sound was never good. Mm -hmm. The, you know, it just, it just didn't, it never made me happy. So I, I just sort of, the project's been put on hold. I get it. I mean, I Sure. And you know what? There's nothing wrong. Like you said, I mean, you're practicing retirement. There's nothing wrong with just enjoying life. Right. I mean, yeah. yes. I hate you. I know. I what I love is that, and tell me how you feel about this. I mean, you're probably working on a thousand things that you're going to be doing the minute they lift the, you know, restrictions, but, um, not really. I, I'm, I'm not, I've been... not sung either. Really? I've warmed up twice in 49 days. Well, I taught last week, I teach at Texas Tech University. And so I had to teach my class last week over like this. And uh, I always warm up before I teach just in case I need to demonstrate Absolutely. something. Absolutely. You have but, to. Um, and and I, did, I did for five days in a row and I was just like, ugh. Yeah, I, I know. The teaching part was, was, I mean, it was so great to see my kids, but this is deeply unsatisfying medium for teaching. I, I can't even imagine. That's why I haven't done any of it. Carrie and I, we, we talk about it a lot and, and we're going to be interviewing my, my coach and, you know, voice teacher. And I mean, they have to make a living with it right now. And I, I can't even imagine, you know, the it's, compression it's, of the sound, the delay. You can't even hear like sometimes, you know, forget about seeing what they're doing with breathing because nobody's, you know, sometimes they're standing up and most of the time they're singing a cappella because tracks are so annoying. You can't, you have to stop them and then start back. And then you have to sing with the pianist's already established tempo. You, there's, yes. you have no, and so most of the time they end up singing acapella and, and it's, uh, you can't see what they're doing. You can't hear the overtones. You can't, you, sometimes you can't even distinguish vowels because the sound gets distorted, especially sopranos who are singing up high. It's, yeah. it, it makes me crazy, but you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. And LA Opera, aren't you mentoring there too? Yeah, I'm, I, I was meant to be in Houston this whole time doing Salome, well, so I wasn't on that. the calendar for the past six weeks. I haven't been on the calendar, so my, I started on the calendar this week, so I'm going to be, you know, we're going to be working together. We'll do a lot of language. Well, are things opening up there in LA yet? I mean, what, what, what's, the, yeah, what's the, going the, on there? Yeah, because I know Nashville is kind of thinking about it, but. Well, the numbers just spiked. So for us, uh, our, at least our mayor, our governor, I don't even want to talk about him, but our mayor of Nashville said if the num we're, they're looking at the numbers this Friday, if the numbers have gone up, then they are shutting it. They're going to keep it shut down. And it's already shut down because the numbers aren't where the mayor wants them to be. And just after them opening up several counties over, the numbers just spiked up to 1,500 people Good gosh. Oh. So it's just, in it's madness. But it's a catch-22 because what do you do? I mean, uh, we just watched the news last night and watched how farmers are massively suffering because the restaurants aren't buying the food. And this, it's going to snowball into this massive economy shutdown. And 
I mean, I want things open because I want the economy running, but at the same time, I also want to be safe and don't, I mean, I don't feel comfortable going into a Maybe restaurant there's, right I mean, there's, no, but there has to be a happy medium. I mean, maybe there right. could be like a, a nationwide push to like have one week where you go and take out food from a restaurant every day or something just to, yeah. just to keep them in business or something. But you know, we, we haven't been out. We, we actually, there's a barbecue place here that we, we've gotten takeout from a couple of times, which is nice. nice. But Clay, you know, Clay's an amazing cook. So what can I say? I can't complain. And plus, well, you know, we're hardcore keto. So he's really creative in the keto cooking department. He made shepherd's pie the other day. Keto shepherd's pie. Wow. Okay, so are the you cauliflower? having pureed cauliflower? Wow. Okay, so are you I, having any kind of junk food at all? Like, are you like I'm a stress eater? So there's like I have to. We've curtailed it here in the house. Like Monday through Friday, we behave, and then the weekends <laughs> there's a day. Like Sunday was a blowout day. It was a lot of fun, but I I paid for it today. <laughs> Our junk food is, um, I make these keto cookies, <laughs> how lame is that? But they're good. I make chocolate chip keto cookies with almond butter and swerve brown sugar. Oh, yum. Yeah. That sounds okay. good. And, and, you know, all those sugar-free Lily's chocolate chips and stuff like that. Oh, you well, need to the recipe. We'll throw it up on here. Yeah. Oh, it's super easy. Okay. So easy. It's so one, where, one, and one. Where are you going next? Where's, where's your first job back? <laughs> where's your first job back so far? I don't know. Well, the, the, the one, the first one that hasn't been canceled yet is July 30th in Tanglewood, but I don't, I just, but that's outside, right? Tanglewood's an outside thing. Yeah. Well, it's Ozawa hall. So I would be part, it's op, half and half. It's open. Not but the shed. Okay. Not the shed. No. And then after that, uh, well, I'm supposed to tour. It's a, it's a piece. It's this really really cool piece and I think I can tell you about it it's a world premiere written for me by Richard Daniel Poor because okay. he lives out here he's he's on faculty right. at UCLA now and so he wrote this amazing piece with Rita Dove who is the first African-American female poet laureate in America cool and 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 they've written a 13 segment piece uh called a standing witness and it's about 50 years in American history from 1968 to 2018 wow. and everything that happened in there the assassinations, RFK, MLK, Vietnam, the uh, technological age, uh, Muhammad Ali in the draft, abortion, Whoa. women's rights. Um, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Obama, and there's a little bit about our current president. And it's this. It's a fascinating thing. And it and it it sort of incorporates. There's humor in it, and there's deep gravitas in it and there's you know all kinds of the and, and the, the speaker of me as the speaker I'm an observer and in the end in the last song you find out that the standing witness is really the Statue of Liberty oh cool very cool it's very orchestra cool orchestra with piano with uh with chamber orchestra so that might happen and piano yeah I, you know we can be far apart as long as I'm close to the piano, I'll be happy. <laughs> What's that note again? <laughs> Did you always want to be supposed to, that's supposed to tour all through the fall and you know, and all the, all these universities around the country and then finish up at the Kennedy Center in November for how perfect, right? Cool, yeah. But we don't know. I would love to I have hear two, that. two gigs at the Met next spring. Back to back. Oh. And mommy needs those jobs. 
Mommy yeah, needs those hello. to happen. Hello. Hello. Yeah. What We're about you? There. What's up for you? I am the, how many performances down now? 16 performances canceled? 16? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and nice. Yeah. And I think we're going to find out tomorrow. This is maybe Carrie. Carrie asked me why I was in such a poopy mood today. I think we found out today that, or probably going to find out tomorrow that my next job is canceled. So that then is my next job is a role debut in Philadelphia of Macbeth would be my next in september oh my gosh and carrie's next job any september is not going to happen i don't think no i don't think we're going to do anything until january and i don't think that's pessimistic i think it's realistic in that the the world has to figure this all out you know we have to figure out how how the arts can how are you going to put people in an orchestra pit how are you going to put people in a rehearsal room how are you going to put people in a costume shop or oh, a set scene shop. How are they going to build things? Right. Disinfect? I mean, but at proximity. this point, right? You're going to have to disinfect the whole opera house, you know, and mm -hmm. after every rehearsal, after every performance, after every, I mean, it. And then you've got people flying in from Europe and flying off from all over the world. You know, they're talking about all these disinfecting the planes every night as they go into their overnight, you know, somewhere. And I'm like, every night? How about every hour? Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I don't want to sit in somebody's seat that it hasn't been disinfected in the last 12 hours. No, no, I know. I mean, but I, know. I, I don't know about y'all. Y'all, y'all have probably been this person for years. I am the person with the way I sanitize everything before I sit down in a seat. <laughs> humidifier? Like crazy. Humidifier with humidifier? Yes. Humidifier. Yeah. I do. Okay. Yes. That's us. I mean, you know, we, I'm sure all three of, all three of us are those people when someone sneezes, you go, that's just rude. <laughs> I do. <laughs> That's and and I, I, I'm also the person who goes, are you sick or is that allergies? Yes. Oh, yes. And I go, uh, well, I'm just getting over a cold. And I said, please. Can please, I tell you a funny story? As far away from me as possible. Yes. So I became a Canadian citizen. I've not even told this to Carrie. I became a Canadian citizen while I was singing the Three Queens at the Met. Actually, while I was singing Roberto Deborah. And you have to be sworn in in this conference room. Maybe not anymore because you sit side by each. And the, you have to sing O Canada. It's part of becoming a citizen. You have to know the words either in French or English. So here I am sitting, you know, waiting to get with, with like 500 other people in this big room. And the lady behind me, like I flew in from New York just that day up here to Toronto and flew out that night. So it was like in and out just so I could do it. The lady behind me was hacking up a lung, right? And like, right? And like, <coughs> And I kept on doing this. And, and Duncan was like, Sandra, stop it. I'm like, she's gonna get me sick and I'm singing Roberto Deborah So then we had to sing O Canada and I was like, all right, lady, you asked for it. So I'm like, turned around and was just like, oh, Canada. And she said, tap me on the shoulder, right? Afterwards, and it's like, I'm so sorry. You're professional, aren't you? I said, oh, good yes. God. Cover your mouth when you cough, lady. Jeez. Can you believe that we, we were, even that a short time ago, we were having to tell people to cover their mouths when they cough and now masks are, you know, de rigueur. So, okay. Did you always want to be a singer? Uh, I started out as a pianist. Oh, okay. I, um, yeah, I was, a, I was, a, when I was a kid, I was a, a 
competitive pianist because growing up in Texas, there's a competition for everything. There is. Beethoven symphonies and rattlesnake roundups and chili cook-offs, you name it, there's competition for everything. Um, and so, you know, I was playing, playing piano and growing up through school and in church and singing in church too and in choirs and everything. And um, the turning point came my senior year of high school. I mean, I was so competitive also with singing that I was in the all-state choir and I, we had to do solo and ensemble every year. And I was always like, gotta, 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 gotta win, gotta win, gotta win. Yeah, it's my life, my life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, then my senior year in high school, I was Maria in The Sound of Music everything changed oh just because you know i found out how fun it was to be on the stage and co coincidentally all you know all the forces were working to push me in this one direction because also my my senior piano recital i was playing a mozart concerto from memory my piano teacher was playing the orchestra part and i completely went up in the beginning of, in the middle of the first movement and you know my piano all, all you could hear was my piano teacher going dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you didn't hear the little little stuff that I was supposed to be doing. I was kind of going, uh, meet you at the cadenza. <laughs> no, I did not. No, I did not. But that, that sort of was a moment when I thought, yeah, I'm done with piano. Yeah. So However, you did the same. Well, all through college, I had a lot of uh, boyfriends who were baritones. So I learned, I was their accompanist and I learned a lot of the baritone rep. So, well, thank God they weren't the tenors. Like seriously, no. But I know I, they were. I, I love those baritones. I don't know why. I played, I played a lot of Schubert, Eighth Girl, and Nicht, and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. no, but yeah, and hot. tell us about your Sorry, husband if you're if you're willing to. Now, didn't you guys date in, in college? Yeah, in college, in college. Okay. Yeah, at Texas Tech. Um, I was in the Very music department, yeah. and he was in the theater department. And um, you know, we were part of this big group of music and theater buddies and because we always did musicals together the two departments would do musicals together and and uh, then when I was became a graduate student um, at I stayed at Texas Tech because I loved my teacher and I was not done with her yet so I stayed on and they gave me a graduate teaching assistantship and part of my re responsibility was I had to teach voice so I taught all my theater friends oh and uh and and I I already knew Clay I mean we, we'd already you know hung out and been at parties together and everything and so then I'm his voice teacher. It was very funny. He got an A, by the way. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> Pat. <laughs> well, he was he was elusive. He was a little. He's a, he's a couple of years younger than I am, so he was still an undergrad when I was a graduate student. And he was this, you know, brash kid who ran around town on a motorcycle. And he was a, a theater major, and he worked in a restaurant. So he didn't have a lot of free time because he was always working a lot. And, uh, but he and his best friend were like the motorcycle guys of Lubbock, Texas. And so it, it was kind of, yeah, it was kind of, you know, but he was also a very, very cool customer because he, you know, he was kind of shy and he just, he did, he, see, he seemed like he was like, you know, like to yeah. be in Westside Story, but really it was just shy. He just wasn't a player. He was not a player. Really? So, and then you made it, you, you met and married again. How much later? He says I chased him. He, I chased him till he caught me. <laughs> well, 25 years later. I mean, cause oh I left, gosh. I left yeah. Texas Tech in 1985 to move to New York and go to Manhattan school. And, uh, and he stayed on for a couple more years to finish his degree. And then he moved to, to Dallas and started working in theater and doing lighting. And, and he, cause he got, he, he's a backstage guy okay. and now he's a technical director. So yeah. Um, I love yeah. that. 
That's a great story. And, and so anyway, he, he, uh, he went off and had a life and he was touring with rock and roll. He was a lighting guy for rock and roll for 16 years. He toured oh, with, awesome. I mean, he was Michael Jackson's stage manager. He was touring with Bon Jovi for three years and Janet yep. Jackson, all these, everybody, you name oh, it. Oh, he's a cool <laughs> guy. He's got cool I know he told you all, he's told you all these stories, Sandra. And, I, um, I know, but it's still fun. Everybody needs to hear this because you know, how, how you, how you meet people in this business is always, Wait, 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 wait. I am totally freaking the F out. <laughs> okay, A, how are These stressful times, it's really important to keep traditions alive. My favorite tradition is the cocktail hour. So I'm going to make you my favorite cosmopolitan, and you probably have all the ingredients right in your house. So here goes. So you need a big pitcher, because I like to make a lot of Cosmos. You never knew who's going to stop by. Wait a minute, nobody's stopping by. Two cups of vodka, good vodka, and a big pitcher. Just pour it right in. Next is one cup of Cointreau, or triple sec, any kind of orange liqueur. That's one cup. One cup of cranberry juice cocktail. I mean, how easy is this? And a half a cup of freshly squeezed lime juice. It's gotta be freshly squeezed. Very important. Okay, now that's the pitcher. So now I've got a cocktail shaker, a very big one. And I've got half filled with ice, ready to go. I'm just gonna pour the cocktail in. Oh, this smells so good. Just what everybody needs, right? Put the lid on and just shake it up. Okay, have to shake it for 30 seconds. You have lots of time, it's not a problem. <laughs> 30 seconds. Oh, stupid. During a crisis, you know, cocktail hour can be almost any hour. Okay, now, the last detail is really important, a good martini glass. I'm gonna show you the one I like. I would say, in these times, this is really important. So just pour it right in. Oh, doesn't that look fabulous? Nice and cold and lots of it. <laughs> and I would say, stay safe, have a very good time, and don't forget the cocktails. Mmm. <laughs> Delicious. Ina <laughs> Garten, we love you. We love I, you. Heart, I heart you, Ina Garten. <laughs> yes, we heart you. Please be our friend. Did you see her post today? No, I was a little busy. She I was working, Carrie. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I'm posting and looking all at the same time. So she made, I'm not kidding you, I want to make this so bad. She took hot dogs and rolled oh, it up. Bag, yes. oh, see, with see. Russian dressing. Yes, with really? puff pastry. Hot dogs and puff pastry. I should make that because our neighbors, we do. You, Carrie knows about this, but our neighbors, we, on Saturday nights, since the, the quarantine has started, we come up with a theme, like we're doing MasterChef, the, the four of us. And last Saturday, our theme was we had to make a dinner for two people for $20. Love it. Dinner, dessert, and a drink for $20. It sounds easy. No. Because you know what? we have to kind of tighten those 
purse strings, you know, and it was really difficult. You have to put on your thinking cap and go, yeah. okay. Mm. So that would be fabulous because next week I think is going to be $10 for two people. Is this the one you're trying to wrangle me into doing with you for $10? McDonald's. <laughs> we could do, we could do what Ina did. Wouldn't that be fabulous? I, I will, ha I got puff pastry in my freezer right now. I will happily wrap a hot dog up in that and have a great time. <laughs> Ketchup on that, some relish, good to go. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yum, yum, yum. Comfort food. Yeah, yeah, comfort food, right? But anyway, we just wanted to say, watch the second session with Susan Graham. She is amazing. She made us laugh so hard and we felt so much better after yeah. that session. And, and I hope you guys do too. And there, if you stay in, stay tuned for the bloopers, which I'm not really quite sure I'm going to put in there. There's a whole lot of cussing. So if you're offended by that, you might just want to stop it right there and not watch the end. <laughs> fast forward, fast forward. Maybe we should just bleep it out. Mm. Oh, we could. It's I don't know. Every once in a while, you need a good F word in there. F bomb. I need to tell you something because I learned this last night, actually. Yeah. I didn't know that if you, when you subscribe to somebody's YouTube channel, which we've been, you know, calling all of our friends and family, and like, but, subscribe! Yay, subscribe! <laughs> but you can push, there's a button right next to it, and I'll show a pic of this because I wouldn't have known it until I'd seen it, that there's a bell. I feel like an old lady explaining this to people, but there's a bell. Every eight-year-old out there knows that there's a bell that you can click on and get the notification sent to you right away. Right away. And like drop tells a new you, video. Yeah, when the new video drops, you you know. So that way I don't have to like shout it out to everybody. Hey, we just dropped that video. Y'all can get the messages. So I love that. I think that's Y'all. Y'all. Cool. Yeah. Oh. Hello. It's Where are you from? It's coming out. 